This is Char. This is Barb. And this is Plug, Plug Your ears. ears, where we sit back, chat a little, laugh a lot, talk about anything we want. We're open, we're honest, and we're not PC. <laughs> so, I don't know, I'm on to water. What you on? Rockstar. <laughs> oh, jeez. Because <laughs> I need more caffeine. And uh, plug your plug ears. ears. So, in case you're listening to this backwards or forwards or however you're listening to it, we are doing part two of our evening special or whatever you want to call it, where it was me versus my child on the first part, and now we're going to do Barb versus Bailey. Yep. So, I'm going to go first. And we're doing, what was it, para, Parasite? Parasite. Where we were talking about kids who kill their parents. And my story is about Miss Stacy Lannert. Lannert? She was born in 1972 in St. Louis, Missouri. She was always very close to her dad. Um, he always made her feel special. Ooh, that's weird. Yeah, because then he started drinking excessively, and when she was eight, he started sexually abusing her and raping her. That's what always made her feel special, generally. Um, I think he, I think that was a little too special. Um, her mother would kick I him out of the room when he drank favorite. too much, and he would go right to her bedroom. Oh, Jesus. Uh, he performed oral <laughs> sex on her, to, mm. often to completion, which gave it that even more eerie... That she would complete. Wheezy, well... Friction's friction, I guess. I don't know, but... Um, even when her mom found bloody underwear and heard her crying, she did nothing. Uh, she tried to tell her mom. She tried to tell oh, her baby. Oh, it was his completion. No. He her performed completion. on her. So she her. completed? Yes. Ugh. How old was she? Eight. Ooh. Can an eight-year-old... Apparently they can. Kayla's lip is curled <laughs> <laughs> uh, even when she told her mom, she t- tried to tell a babysitter um, about her father's rapes, but she was just too young to have the English language skills to yeah, know how to the right words it. to get yeah. it through. But I mean, on top of that, I think her mom already knew she found bloody underwear, and she knew he was going into her room. He, she had heard her crying and sobbing, and never did anything about it. Oh, this poor kid. Her and her parents divorced when she was young, and her she had a younger sister, Christy. I'm gonna guess Daddy got this attention. Who stayed with Dad, <gasps> while Christy went to live with her mom in Guam, and Christy like would beg and beg and beg her to come home, to come back and live with Dad with her. She tried to persuade Thomas, the father, to allow Christy to come and live with them, but he wouldn't. Um. At that time, Stacy was 18, and um, this was all she up. still banging daddy. Well, Stacy's the older one, and she moved with her mom. Okay, but this when she was 18, she tried to convince dad to let Christy come with them, who was the younger sister. Okay, to move to Guam. Um, and this was this was all 16, six months before July 4th, 2009, when Stacy took a rifle and shot her dad in the collarbone. Wait, wow. Stacy lives in Guam. Well, she came back. Must be six, okay. six months later. She came okay. back, shot her father in the sh- collarbone while he was sleeping on the couch. He woke up and yelled at her to call nine one one and berated her for taking so long. Stacy said that she thought to herself, "He doesn't deserve to live," and fatally shot him in the head. 
because she had learned that her he had started molesting her younger sister. Uh, during her trial, she stated that she and Christy arrived home about 4.30 a.m. on July 4th, 1990. How old was Christy at the time? I, I, di- I didn't get... I don't know how much younger she was. I'm like, Jesus, what's she doing out until Well, she was with her 18-year-old sister. Still. Right? They came in through a basement window, and she saw the rifle in the basement and decided that she must kill her father. The next day, she got help disposing of the rifle from an adult friend. She then called the police and told them that she found her dad that way upon returning home. Later, she confessed to the murder, saying that it was because of the years of abuse that she had endured. Stacy was charged with first-degree murder and other felonies, and that's all it said, but I'm assuming, like, disposing of the gun. I don't know what else. It didn't say. Her lawyer tried to use the battered spouse syndrome, like, stating that she had been, you know. Right. Um, but at a... I would think battered spouse would not be as convincing to get her off as the sexually abused child. Right. But at a pre-trial meeting, the court said that he wasn't allowed to use it, but let her, they did, would allow her to make an offer of self-defense. Her lawyer instead opted to use insanity or mental, a mental defect. In, right, because you can't have defense on a sleeping man. Right. That's the thing. In his instructions to the jury, the judge refused to include any claim, and this is a direct quote from the judge, but under Missouri law, the self-defense argument was not valid because she wasn't in actual danger at the moment she pulled the trigger. Exactly. She was found guilty and sentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Christy, was, Christy the it's younger horrible. sister, was um, tried and convicted of conspiracy to commit murder and sentenced to five years, and she was released on parole after just two and a half years. After Stacy was sentenced, the jury was upset that the years of abuse at the hand of her father was not brought up in the trial, which I don't understand why that wouldn't be. It should have been. Uh, wow. So, after exhausting all of her appeals, Stacy went to the governor, Matt Blunt, and asked for either a commun- commutation of her sentence to life with the possibility of parole after 15 years. She had already served 18 years. Or she has to be pardoned. The governor granted her request of the life with the eligibility of parole okay, after I was 15. Okay, say pardon is hard. Um, after he reviewed all of the evidence, he found that Stacy had been abused extensively by her father. Uh, apparently, she was a very model prisoner. This is this is the good. This is the silver lining. She was a model prisoner, active in many community projects, as well in, as well as helping survivors of incest and abuse. She trained service dogs for handicapped people and was president of the Outreach Program, which was an organization that brings troubled teens to the prison. Um, like where they, that scared straight type thing? Yeah, to meet with the inmates to help them decide to turn their life, you know, take their life in a different path than the one they're currently on. She was the president of that. Um, and since, since being released, because once the governor, he didn't pardon her, but he Commuter. changed, um, she founded Healing Sisters, which is a nonprofit to aid abused women as well as help end sexual abuse in the United States. It has a resource website as well. Um, she's been on Oprah, The Joy Behar Show, and 
Pierce Morgan tonight. In 2011, she published a memoir. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Written by Kristen Kemp called Redemption, a story of sisterhood, survival, and finding freedom behind bars. So, actually, was Mm. better than the life that she had. She only had to give up 15 years of her life to get to a place where... She could have done all of that without killing her father. Well, yeah, but there were sisters getting... But she could have just not done any of that. I think it's good that she did that. I agree with that, and I'm glad she did it. I think it's wonderful that she did it, but do I think it negates what she did in any way? No, she still took her dad's life. Well, yeah, he was kind of a piece of shit. And? (laughs) I got an uncle that's a complete piece of shit. I'm not going to go out and kill him. I walked away and said my kid will never know you. Yeah, but... She had a sister that she couldn't get away from him. That's her mother's problem. Like, her mother has... Well, and her mother, yeah, her mother... I mean, they didn't really say a whole lot. Right. That's a shitty mom. I would have shot the man if I was that girl's mother. Oh, for sure. But this woman just continually kicked him out of their bedroom knowing exactly where he was going to go. I don't blame her. I'm surprised she got any time. I mean, look at the lady yeah. who, um, I'm not surprised she got the burning time. bed chick who had been abused by her husband, so she set him on fire. She didn't get any time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know on that one. So, like, I feel like a lot of children killing their parents, like your story, like, he was just an idiot, but I feel like in this case, I think she did the right thing. I mean, it's not up to her to judge, but it's also... I I think she could have put him in prison. That would have saved her little sister. Right. And none of that would have happened. But you also have to think she wasn't raised right. She doesn't think like we do as well. So she might not know about all her options because there's no sister whatever or anything when she was going through it. She didn't know what to do. And she tried to, I mean, she tried to tell people. Her mom knew. I mean, how how can you grow up being in that situation? Right. And your mom knows about it and doesn't protect and you. And you tell people and they don't do anything. It's really so what are you going to do? your mom doesn't care. No one knows, really. I understand that. I just also know that if you tell a physician, he's legally responsible for doing something. If you tell a teacher, they're held legally responsible for doing it. They have they to, do to do something. It. So if nothing was done legally, she didn't tell. And if she told, she didn't tell the right people. Because teachers are responsible. This is the girl. (laughs) Teachers are responsible and they do have to legally tell. Same with doctors. So Maybe she didn't know that. Or maybe she got a twisted teacher that didn't care. Which would be shameful. Right? So is that it? That's just that was short. It was very short. But I, I did read something that I did you, miss Bailey. putting in the story is that um, she said that although she had reported, this is a direct quote from Wikipedia, by the way, reported the abuse to her guidance counselor, babysitter, and a psychiatrist. No one took action to help her. Okay, the psychiatrist needs to lose its license and so does the school counselor. Right. And realistically, they can get charges pressed against them. 
so but she did not go about things the yeah. right way. I mean, yeah, you're right. She didn't it's, go about things the right way. But considering that she had told all of these people and nobody helped her, how would you feel? Yeah. What, what else? What are your options? And you're 18 when you were raised by wolves. Not the same wolf from Kayla's story. <laughs> but you know what wolves, I mean? Wolves, not like, werewolves. Who would you trust? You've right. told everybody that you should tell. A babysitter, a psychiatrist, a counselor. Your mom. Your mom. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that situation. I just have the legal brain. Well, <laughs> so. yeah, but you're, you're not eight years old and your dad's saying, don't tell anybody. Agreed. You know, your, Agreed your father, the, your father and your mother, the two people that are supposed to take care of you. Agreed completely. I'm, I That's got to skew your judgment brain a little bit. I'm sure. <laughs> but I don't have that skewed brain, so mine still goes to black-white law. Well, you do have a skewed brain, but that's a whole different show. <laughs> it's not skewed, it's warped. Okay, I'll give In you that one. In my defense, it's just warped. Yeah, so that was a little bit short, but yeah, it was... Wow, bae, I hope yours was long as crap. Well, I, I have a picture of my story. So remember, I was like, I don't remember how many stabbings this sounded right. It was from the, That was from a different thing I read. I looked at what it was that he had done. He correct myself. He had stabbed her so many times there wasn't even blood left in the body when the police got there. Wow. That was what was significant. How can you even count that many stab wounds? It seems like they just all blend together. Yeah. Right. It That's just... why I didn't give a number. That's why I couldn't remember. Because it says there was like no blood left because of how many times like he stabbed the father. It's like a tender piece of meat at that point. I'm gonna go with Kayla. You were you had a good story. I mean, that's a solid second right now. Let's go, babe. <laughs> she just dissed you and she totally you're did. her teammate. She's got like a three-minute story. Three minutes. How much? How long, Kayla? Let's see. Oh, minus the ten minutes of bullshit. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We're at 14 minutes. I told you. <laughs> that's four minutes. Fuck you very much. <laughs> so, Bailey. Barb's in third, Kayla's in second, I'm in first. Nah. You are not the judge. <laughs> yeah, why are you the judge? Barb just doesn't want to be in third with her three-minute story. <laughs> it was longer than that. Three plump chunks. <laughs> three hats and a cat's in there. <laughs> I still hear hats. I don't hear hats. hats. It, I guess, I don't, it is I don't hats. know. I just hear hats. Maybe it's like the German accent coming into my brain. Which reminds me of this funny story that has nothing to do with any of this. But She's just trying to add on to it. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to make it more than four minutes. She's like, save yeah. Bailey, save Bailey. There, um, when Jordan was little, I had to take her over to my aunt's in the morning before I went to work because she watched him. And so she's in the back seat in the, her car seat, and she kept going, hot, hot. And she's like trying to take her coat off. And I was like, honey, you can't take your coat off. We'll be there in a minute. I, I get her into my aunt's house, and I go to take off her coat. Her hat was stuffed down the sleeve See? of her coat. <laughs> she was saying hat. Sounds the same. Three hats and a cat. Three hats and a cat. Oh, okay, so Bailey, take us home. Mine is about Alex and Derek King, but the person who actually got murdered is Carrie King. So there was... On 
November 26, 2001, in Cantonment, Florida. Always got to be in Florida. Yeah. Those creeks come out at night in Florida all the time. <laughs> the creeks come out during the day in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. It's just freaky Florida. So there was a report that the King household was set on fire. So obviously the firemen show up to the house and they see that there's a man sitting in a recliner in the living room. In a fire. Yeah. Just chilling. He's just dead. Oh, oh. No, he's dead. <laughs> oh. But Smoke he wasn't relation? He wasn't completely like overcome Charged. by the fire. He the police could tell that he was beaten by a bat. Mm. His head was crushed in. So they were thinking this is not any regular old fire. This is a homicide. And so they usually got bigger. <laughs> I know, I can't even say size the after. <laughs> Sexy tart. So, they were looking for Terry King, is the man who's sitting in the recliner. They were looking for his children, his two kids, Alex and Derek King. They were like, where are his kids in all this situation, this big situation? And they could not find them. But... Oh, oh, Let's she's for our kids. She <laughs> wants <laughs> Yeah, no, see how no, see her notes part, are all scribbling like down. mine? I just made this part up. I haven't written this down. Oh, she's making up shit now. Because <laughs> I forgot to write this down. But when these two kids were children, they were separated. They didn't really know each other until Alex was 12 and Derek was 13 when they moved in together with their father. Derek was in foster care and Alex was staying with his father in Florida, they had to do this because their mother did not want them. She completely abandoned them. She lived in Kentucky. And left them in Florida. Yeah. She just wiped her hands. Completely. So how come one of them got to be with the dad and one didn't? I have no and idea. Really I think it was because Oh, Derek yeah, you didn't the get to tell one. your sources. Yeah, where, yeah. where do you get your information uh, from? Thought Catalog, Murderpedia, CBS News, Nambla, N-A-M-B-L-A. Dot org, right? Dot org. Oh, I love Murderpedia. Okay. And a YouTube documentary, but I don't know exactly which one. But if you look up Alex and Derek King, it's probably one of the first two that show up. <laughs> okay. So I remember it was long. It was like 45 minutes. Okay. And pretty much everything that was there is also in your notes. So. Yeah. Alright. So they were split up, didn't have a mom, and their father, Terry, had a friend named Ricky Chavis. So he was helping out Terry because he was having a hard time raising these kids. And he was happy to help with them, but he did not have the right intentions at all. He was a child predator. Yeah. He was a convicted child predator, right? Yeah. He had been convicted yes. previously. Yes. Oh. I don't know for what, but he was a convicted child predator. Mm. Not sure if Terry was aware of that. But he let him around his kids. They stayed the night there all the time. He was around them all the time. Hmm. It was like a second dad. Mm. Yeah. Really ill. Did he eel the kids? One of them. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, but she will. You've got to let her tell her story. The kids, the kids really liked Ricky because at their house, they didn't have a computer, TV, or phones. They had no internet with Terry, but they did when they went to Ricky's house. And when you're 12 and 13. Yeah. Right. That matters, yeah. Yeah. So, Tavis was in a sexual relationship with 12-year-old Alex King. Ugh. Yeah. Says, Tavis would give the boys gifts and freedom to smoke cigarettes, smoke weed, and skip school. Mm. And they found a letter in Alex's room that says, Before I met Rick, I was straight, but now I am gay. Oh, wow. And straight is spelled wrong. It's spelled S-T-R-A-T-E. Because <laughs> he's like 12. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's sad. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't spell straight. But he knows he ain't straight. Right. Apparently. Travis would often kiss Alex and sit Alex on his lap. Yes. Okay, you know he's too young for you if you sit him on your lap. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't Santa Claus, motherfucker. <laughs> if you're not at the mall, they don't want you. Right. Well, I mean, if it said that you get to not okay, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> that well, that should well, be a new one, too. Well, if the picture's not okay, it's pictures. not okay to play. They did take pictures. Ugh. It says... <laughs> There were also pictures of Alex on Chavez's bed placed in sexual positions found in his home. Ugh. Oh, jeez. Disgusting. Mm-hmm. And so... We hate all the creepies. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But they never really came to a conclusion in the trial, so as they did, I would tell you all the theories. Is it still going on? No. So, there is a conclusion to a trial. There, there wasn't really. How? They... Well, the, the trial concluded. Well. Which means that there came a conclusion. Yeah, but they didn't come up with one final story of what happened. They okay. Like, because? Because the boys switched their stories four times. Oh, shrimsa. Yeah. And? So... Sorry, I know a little bit about this because I was going to do this story. So we watched it, and I read all the notes, but they tried Chavis in a totally separate trial, and different stuff was brought up. Like, they didn't eat, have use the same evidence and stuff. Yeah. So, like, these were two, uh, it was almost like they were two tr separate trials that weren't related to each other. Okay, I get that, but I still would like to know how there's not a conclusion. So I'll start with the theories that they had. Okay. So the first one where they first came to the police was Alex planned the murder and Derek swung the bat. Then they set the fire to Terry's bedroom, which was across the house, which is why he didn't burn all the way, which doesn't make any sense to me if they're trying to hide evidence. But that's what they did. Well, they were 12 and 13. <laughs> well, and then you also got to think, I mean, if things were happening in that bedroom, that might have been a psychological trigger that room Yeah, but if been. it was happening at Travis's house. Yeah, but we don't know if it happened at that house, too. True. So they set fire to his bedroom and hid it in a wooded area until Travis told them to turn themselves in. That's what they told police when they first walked in the next day. So the murder happened on November 26th, and they, they turned themselves in to the police on November 27th. Okay. Which year? 
2001. Okay. So eventually, they changed their story where they said the boys hid in Chavez's car trunk while Chavez committed murder and the fire. So they're saying they were there, but they didn't do anything. They were in the car. Okay, well, I can understand hiding in the car or being in the car, but to hide in the trunk and not know something was happening was the reason you were in the trunk. So that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, this was like... 13, 12 and 13 year old boys trying to cover their ass right. mm-hmm. and coming right. up with a story exactly. that makes no sense. Right, I get that. I'm just saying that doesn't make sense. So next. And then during <coughs> Chavez's trial, they were up on the stand and they said, Chavez committed the murder by himself and didn't tell the brothers until afterwards. Because they were hiding in the trunk. No, this one doesn't even okay. include them hiding in the trunk. They said they weren't even there at all. That's what that's what they testified. Okay, so that's three. Yeah. And then this, I think, is what they ultimately believe. Like, this is basically the conclusion that they came to. But the fact that they they combined stories and stuff to get this last one. It says, Alex plotted Derek killed Harry with a bat. And Chavez picked the boys up afterwards when they called him on the telephone booth down the street. Chavez washed their clothes and hid the boys. He told them to tell the police they got into an argument with Harry and killed him in self-defense. While he was sitting in a recliner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there was like, I don't think I have, it, was it during the documentary that we saw like a picture of the scene? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, he was reclined. He yeah, wasn't so just it wasn't sitting. Self-defense. He was no. reclined in the recliner. He just came up with an excuse of to get them like a lesser lesser sentence. Okay, so there's the conclusion. Yeah. What's the sentence? The sentencing was. Or are we gonna get there later? Well, I was gonna get there later. Okay. Because <laughs> you say conclusion, and to me that's the sentencing. So now I'm like waiting. <laughs> right. So, I mean, they did come up with. What they feel they is the conclusion, up with their theory. but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be somewhere like in the middle of all of that. Pieces together from all the stories that they were told and just made one. So the trials were December twelfth. Derek and Alex pleaded not guilty, and Derek and Alex had one child. Chavis had a different child, completely separate, but they did them on the same day. Oh, for not okay. They did them on the same day. It's Florida. Different trials, and they sealed the boys' verdict before they... Because they were minors. Yeah. Well, no, they released afterwards, but they wanted both Chavez's and the boys to be released at the same time. Oh, so they just sealed the verdict. Yeah. Not the whole case. Yeah. Gotcha, okay. So, the boys wrote innocent pleas to adult charges the next day, so it was December 13th that they they wrote innocent pleas. Chavez plead, pled guilt, innocent. Chavez pled innocent <laughs> to harboring the boys after the murder. I heard Travis that time. I was like, who Chavis. the hell is this? <laughs> no, Chavez. <laughs> Plot twist. And then Chavez was charged with first degree murder, arson, and lewd and lascivious. Lascivious. Lascivious act upon a child, which was Alex in this case, 
Both trials were on the same day, but the verdicts were read both after both trials were completed. And the verdict was, for Chavez, not guilty of first-degree murder and arson, and guilty of accessory and tampering with evidence. The sentencing was 35 years plus 5 years from false imprisonment of Alex. I don't know how that last part came about, but that was in the article. From putting him in the trunk. <laughs> Apparently. And then for the boys, it was guilty of second-degree murder without weapon and arson. They declared an unfair trial. Without weapon? Without a weapon. How do you get that stuff in? Did they, I don't know. Huh. Maybe they are saying the weapon, a Maybe weapon would be like a Like gun, a firearm? I guess. Yeah, I guess. That'd be, I mean, I, I mean, a bat seems like a pretty good weapon. It's a weapon. It's yeah. not considered a deadly weapon. I don't, yeah. I don't see how it would make a difference, though. Well, because a deadly weapon actually ups your charges. So therefore, it ups well, your obviously it was a deadly weapon. <laughs> right, <laughs> but a bat is not actually considered a deadly weapon. So what it's you're telling me created when I kill you, I'm gonna use a bat, not a gun. No, when you kill me, you are gonna need to use like, um, help me out with the knock her out or drug. Yeah, chloroform. Chloroform. Yeah, just knock me out with chloroform. Just do this, like have a cloth with chloroform on it, and say, Mom, does this smell funny? Mom, does this smell like chloroform? <laughs> <laughs> me, I'd be like, oh, let me see. <laughs> chloroform? I'm down. Or a really good Literally, trick. I'm Speaking down. of smells, really good trick, like if you have bad gas sometime, be like, I smell popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> and then they take a big whiff. <laughs> no, what I you used to do, yeah, when I was younger, I would fart in the car, and then I'd be like, I'm cold. So and you then turn up the heat. Crank up the heat shit. and cook it in the car. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. And this is in Vegas. Why are you cold in Vegas? They fell for it every it time. It still got cold in the winter in Vegas. Okay, but like, I got cold in the summer in Vegas. Yeah, she's always cold. Okay. It wasn't Bay. Cold. Sorry. No, Bailey is very sensitive to smell. So when, here's another baby story. Ugh. Wait a minute. Hold on. Before we do that, is your story completed? No, not completely. Okay, let's finish your story. <laughs> <laughs> it was a fart story. I like fart stories. We'll go back to that. It says, the boys' lawyers declared an unfair trial, and they wanted a completely new trial, but instead they had a mediation where the boys eventually pled guilty to third-degree murder and arson. So how many years did they get? Uh, Derek, the older one, he was 14 at the time of his sentencing, he got eight years in prison, and Alex got seven years. And Alex was 12 at the time? 13? Yeah, 13 so at the time. He was still very young. Yeah. At the, of the sentencing. When the crime was committed, they were 12 and 13. Okay. So a year had gone by. So they'll both be out by the time they're 18. I think they're out. Yeah, they're out already. Yeah, by Except the time they're 2018. Because we also watched They got bit. out in, like, 2009. They've got a Netflix special on them. They, um... There was a Larry King live show when the older boy, wasn't it Derek? That no, it was Alex. Oh, Alex. And he was kind of with like a foster parent, right? Wasn't that the lady? I'm not sure. I am really, really surprised, and I just got to say this, and then I want to hear the far story. <laughs> I am really surprised that there are four of us. We are doing Parasite, and not one of us chose to do the Menendez. I know. I, I, I talked about them, but I didn't. I tend to stay away from the big 
main stories. I agree. I agree. Because people, a, a lot of people have heard who that. would listen to our type of podcast have, have heard everything about them. Mm-hmm. I think their story is really cool, though. It's in, really interesting. It's to hear intriguing. About. Yeah. I don't know if I'd go with cool. Mm, that's no, yeah, I'd it's very cool. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it's actually cool. I don't know. I call it cool. <laughs> so let's talk farts. Oh, well, it was just. I had gas one time, and we had, a, like, a big trailblazer with, like, the extended, and Bailey was in the way back of the car, and I had gas, and I was driving, and, like, all of a sudden, like, a few minutes later, Bailey's like, what's that stink? <laughs> <laughs> I got her all the way back there. <laughs> I Filled know. up the whole car. All I know is he ain't never smelled anything till you smell a fucking vegan. <laughs> What do we think? Kids won. Kids. <sighs> even even after I had Chris and I stopped stabbing, we still won. No. I hate to admit this, but three punk chump over here might have lost it for us. <laughs> I did. I did. I was like, come on, Barb's going to pull through. Yeah, I knew. Barb- I figured Barb's going to pull through. She's going to have some amazing story. Well, see, I had an amazing story. And then you gave it to your child. And then I gave it to my child. Because I was doing all the animal training for her. Well, you gave your child an amazing story, and we both found different amazing stories. (laughs) Shit, we could have been doing better if you would have taken the Menendez brothers. I know that, but... I mean, we could probably tell that story without notes. Let's do it. Yeah, me and Mom (laughs) found another one that was interesting, where the kid killed his parents and then got hung. Yeah. And this was like sixties. It was nineteen sixty two. You would think it'd be like done with the hanging. But yeah, See, it okay. got hung in what was it, South Carolina or wow. Virginia? Oh. But they got hung down south in nineteen sixty two. It's like, literally a paragraph. Should I just read it? Yeah. Okay. Lowell Lee Anders appeared more like a stamp collector than a mass murderer. His hometown newspaper in Kansas even dubbed him the nicest boy in Wolcott. While visiting his family for the Thanksgiving holiday in 1958, the 18-year-old zoology major read a novel upstairs while his mom, dad, and sister huddled around the TV downstairs. After he was finished reading, he shaved, put on a suit, and walked downstairs with a revolver and a rifle. He He shot his sister, Jenny, right between the eyes, killing her with one bullet. He planted six bullets in his mother and another 17 in his father. Maybe that's where that 17 fell in. Overkill. And another 17 in his father, who finally succumbed while crawling to the kitchen for safety. Oh. There's the crawling. Lowell then went to see a movie. Lowell. Whatever. Lowell. Then went to see a movie, tossed his guns in a river, then came back home and notified police that his parents had been shot. Officers became suspicious at his mo- emotionless demeanor. A family minister who was visiting the crime scene finally persuaded Lowell to um, confess. He did, adding that he felt absolutely nothing while killing his parents and later claimed, I just don't know why I did it. He was executed by hanging in November 1962. Wow. They still hung him in 62. Um, So they still hung him in 62. Thought catalog. 
What gets me on this too is he did all that, went to the movies, right. then put the guns in the river. This motherfucker took the guns to the movies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he may have left them in the car. He's like, eh, we'll deal with that later. There's a new flick I want to see. It was like James Bond or some shit. In my defense, it's so crazy at work. I don't have time to do the research I used to be able to do at work. Mm-hmm. That's my only offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had work today and I did this all today. Eek. I don't even hardly have time to go to the bathroom at my work. Right. Either way. Either way, the girls won. What I say, they were going to win. I thought we had it. I I dropped it. It I had the ball ball spinning on the tip of my finger. I just went, no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Let the girls have this one. I'll take one for the team. No, I think me and you were pretty tied, but Bailey definitely did better than Barb. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So she I would agree knocked too. the ball off, actually, because yeah, she was me. so good. Oh, no, I'm thinking Barb's like, no, we don't need that. Just <laughs> well, Bailey was like, right. you thought, and Bailey's like, the court. I'll take it. So on that note, are we all ready? Oh, no. Are we all ready? For what? Tell them something good. <laughs> I think that's where it ended. It's the we had a little technical difficulty, so yeah. we'll just tell me something good. All right, so who's going to go first on the tell me something good? Not me. I, I have think. something. Here we go. Tell me something good, Barb. We have this amazing new equipment that amazing Kayla put together. That yeah. is my that is true. These are <laughs> this is why we don't podcasts. sound like all far away as there's four of us on our podcast. We're yeah. still struggling with technical difficulties. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. But we'll but have it It's fixed. a learning curve. Yeah, but we'll have it fixed. Yeah, for sure. So that being said, Kayla, tell me something good. It was Valentine's Day. And? We had a lot of fun. Hung out with Mom and Timmy. And? Oh my god, we made Timmy dinner with heart-shaped pasta. Oh, yes. We made him chocolate-covered strawberries. And then we went and saw a horror movie um, called The Turning, which was really confusing, actually. Like, And I kind of fell asleep as I snored (laughs) for a few minutes. (laughs) He said it was only like a couple minutes that he kept trying to wake me up because everybody was looking at me because I was snoring, but... (laughs) I don't think, like, five minutes could have made me really confused, because even Timmy was confused about the movie. Timmy's easily confused. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. He's pretty. Oh, and I got a good grade on my college quiz and test. Your first big college test. Yes, which is good, because at first, the first quiz was a low ground <laughs> for everybody in my class. We were all like, shoot, we're failing, but we, we made it. Way to go for a team. college. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Bailey? Um, mine would have to be that for Valentine's Day, me and my boyfriend made a family recipe for his family, and they all liked it, even his little brothers that are super picky. Mm. Oh, what kind of recipe? It was just like, with the seeds. What? <laughs> 
We call it fluccatini because it's a family recipe, but it's like a mix between pizza and lasagna. In the recipe book that I found it, it was called pizza pasta bake. Oh. But when I when I made it, my then husband said, "Oh, my dad used to make this all the time. We called it fluccatini, just like rotini noodles, spaghetti sauce, hamburger, cheese, and then." Um, Pepperoni. pepperoni, and then you pour, put cheese on top of it, and pepperoni on top of it, and you bake it. It's very good. Hmm. Minus the sauce, it sounds delicious. Yeah. I would make it for you, but... So, I'm gonna go with a little bit of a combination of a couple of things. One that's past, one that's future, but both are kind of current. So, last week, my tell me something good was I was poor. This week, I got my freaking couch. And it's oh, so yeah. nice. It is. So I'm super excited about that. Got the new lamp, which makes Barb happy. Super happy. <laughs> super happy. So there's my past. Present. Definitely love the new equipment. Ugh. Future. Kind of present. Our fundraiser is finally happening tomorrow, tomorrow, which means we had the volunteer meeting today, which means no more collecting of donations which means great little amount of excess time for sure. Like relief. Yeah, That's not, as, not as stressed out. I hope to God we do great tomorrow. I already gave Kayla some dollars to donate to get her whatever. I'm gonna win some. Um, we do a silent auction, so, and it raises money to keep arts in the elementary schools here. So, um, with a bunch of artists, it was a great collaboration this year. So, hopefully that goes without a hitch tomorrow. And hopefully that's my tell me something good next week is how great we did on the fundraiser. So. Oh, we got our taxes done. We got our taxes done. Well, we got a little angry. <laughs> Just a little. I, th I, I think it was pretty good for us. That's pretty good. I only hit the computer twice. It, it wasn't working for me. So, we did do that. And did hitting the computer help? Yeah, because it was actually... Actually, then it reloaded. It said it was filed. She was like, it was filed the whole time. Oh, it got stuck right <laughs> at the very end when oh, it wouldn't... No. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to have to refile this. Waste of time. No, no, it worked. Just had to reload. I just had to fonz the computer a little bit. <laughs> um, so on another note, too, though, I think... Kayla's got me and I think Barb talked into eventually maybe YouTubing our podcast. Oh, I, did, I had not. Yeah. I didn't know about this. Yes, you did. We just talked about it. Did we? With the tapestry and the background. And I, the you said you want to keep the tapestry up, but I didn't hear anything about We've the YouTube. talked about YouTubing it from the get. Well, yeah, I know. And then, but, and then you told me that Kayla wanted to do a YouTube show. But I didn't know. This show. I didn't know that that was the same thing. <laughs> She's pretty, too. Oh. Yeah. So, and Kayla and I have decided that we're going to do a little bit better on the Facebook thing. and I put, um, I posted something. I posted in the last few days. I too. saw that. Um, I posted the picture from last week with us and Nike. Yes. Yes, with Sir Barks a lot. Mm -hmm. Who, thanks to having this whole room and this new equipment, nobody heard a Nike bark. Just I know. a couple of cat meows and Kayla getting attacked in the back. Of the back. <laughs> I'm going to have Bailey take a selfie of us all with these 
really cool professional looking mics in front of us. Oh, and like trash headphones. Piles. Right. <laughs> I'm like, really? Jessica. Now is not the time for that. Yes. It doesn't well, work already. Right we have a system set up, but it's still got a lot of extra pieces. It's all right. It's, a, it's, it's like a guy trying to put together a piece of Ikea furniture. They're just like, what the no, fuck? Oh, Literally, we don't need that. I don't know how, like, I don't know why I got put on the task. I was kind of just like, let's do it. Like, stop procrastinating. But I suck at electronics. Well, you did fabulously. Like, we I have skipped a whole extra piece. <laughs> I don't even know. And then, like, 50 other wires that we didn't figure out. But you were like, I don't it's know. It's working. It works. <laughs> huh. Yeah. That looks like the where you plug the mics into. But, but no, that's, that's the over mic. my bank. And then none of the thingies fit into Like, not one of the cords fit into that. Not one. We don't know. We gotta use like it. I just played around it and I got it way work. better. Yes. And, we, and it's awesome for group gigs. Or if we know an IT guy that's more than willing to come over and explain this crap <laughs> to us. I do know a guy who works IT for MSU, but I haven't talked to him in a long time. It's gotta be like IT for well, dummies. For I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a game night with a bunch of ITers. So I have my. I have my eye on this Take a one picture guy. and say hi to me. That I think he would be genius to help us out. Yeah? Yes. He's a smart little cookie, and he oh. likes murder. And he listens to a couple of podcasts, and he's starting to listen to art. Ooh. <gasps> oh, I bet he's going to totally hate our uh, sound in some of those. Oh, he, I, he may not have even made it to, like, episode three before he's like, I'm done, shut up. But I'm going to go to a game night with them, and I'm going to schmooze him a little bit, and maybe we'll get us our own little I- IT guy. He's the one, Barb, that I told you at New Year's. I was like, I, we spent so much money on this equipment when we opened the box, and IT guy should have jumped out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, now that's not working. Some of the headphones aren't even working halfway. Yeah. And yeah. We, you guys spent so much money on it. It's kind of ridiculous. I know. We're a little bit in the And red. it didn't even... Make it like they didn't even give you splitters or a box that could put four in plus and make three. Yeah. We screwed you. Kinda. We're gonna make it work. The stupid thing doesn't stay plugged in. Yeah, like the cord. Anyway, I have a feeling it's not gonna stay plugged in because that piece is somewhere missing. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Once we figure out what that piece does, we're gonna be like, oh. Uh, Yeah. Some IT guy's gonna come in here and be like, you guys. My God, uh, Char, <laughs> what did you guys do? I don't know. Talk to Kayla. Hey, she I broke will, these too, and I'm I will throw it out. Kayla under the bus on that one. What did you do? I don't know. Talk to Kayla. I don't know. <laughs> she YouTube shit. So, on that note, now that we've all bullshitted and talked a little bit too much, what do we think, guys? <laughs> yeah, it's time to unplug, unplug your, your ears. ears.